Hey, it's Addie and Ella, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast. Together we pray that in this episode, the message of the gospel will be clear, that it's not us, but him. It's not me, but you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. Today we are kind of continuing our what does the Bible say about topic. And today we are getting into an area of the podcast we've never really gotten into before, but we've learned a lot studying for this. And so we're really excited for you guys to hear this. Yes, I got down a rabbit hole of reading (laughs) hundreds and hundreds of articles and listening to podcasts on all of this weird stuff I guess we could say but today we're answering the question of what does the bible say about ready for it medians tarot cards astrology signs horoscopes zodiac signs ouija boards healing crystals and manifesting things all in one episode we hope it might be two yeah yeah we might end up splitting this up into two because we have four or five pages of notes here But basically the whole overlap or the umbrella, I should say, for this episode theme is just a lot of these satanic practices and a lot of these things that you heard on this list are trendy today and we don't think of them as satanic things, but they really are and they are sinful and they are really dangerous too. And so we're just hoping that you guys would realize, you know, how dangerous these things really are, even though they are a trendy thing right now. Yeah, and I think new age is kind of coming into play, Mm -hmm. and a lot of these things kind of have to deal with that, and even as I was learning about them, I didn't even realize, like, some of these things were floating around, like, on TikTok and Mm -hmm. other places. Even some Christian people were, like, making new versions of specific items and trying to sell them, which I don't want to get ahead of myself and spoil it, but I was like, wow, it's amazing how the devil is really using some of these things just to kind of trap us. Uh huh. The devil makes all these things seem very harmless. And it was kind of scary too, because some of the things we read were literal Christian organizations or websites or whatever. And they're trying to provide evidence that it is okay. Or they're trying to say that it is okay to do these things, but it's really not. And so it's super dangerous that some of these places out here that are claiming to be Christian sites are saying that it's okay. And so we just kind of want to debunk that and really go into what does the Bible actually say about these things. So starting off with mediums. So a medium is a person who like contacts spirits, contacts the dead dead spirits basically. So they like channel communication between the living and the dead. And a medium isn't necessarily like a witch or wizard or sorcerer or something like that because they believe that their communication with the spirit world is like an inherent ability. You don't have to do this like magic voodoo stuff. They're like, you can just do it. And so they're not necessarily a witch, but we'll kind of get into why they're so dangerous Mm -hmm. here. I was actually sitting in class the other day and someone was talking behind me and they were asking about some Netflix show that apparently has mediums in it. And they were also talking about how this was a show in Las Vegas where like mediums practice on stage and like pull people up from the audience. Ooh, creepy. And I seriously had no idea what it was before at this point, which, Uh yeah, in any way. (laughs) Yeah. So we see in 1 Samuel 28, a story in the Bible here about Saul actually going to a medium. And he's trying to contact the prophet Samuel. Samuel is dead, obviously, at this point. And Saul was really frustrated because Samuel, the prophet, was dead. And God wasn't speaking to Saul through, like, 
dreams or other ways that God would speak to them during this time. And so Saul was really frustrated that he wasn't hearing from God. And so going against God's commands and what he wanted, Saul went and found a medium to communicate with Samuel to try to tell him what's going on. And Samuel actually did appear to Saul in this, but theologians kind of discuss whether Samuel's appearance was actually there, like if he actually appeared to him or if it was just an image of him. And then there's even question as to whether the medium even meant to conjure Samuel's spirit because in verse 12 it says, when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice. So just kind of some context there, like she was shocked when Samuel actually did appear. But either way, God allowed Samuel to become visible to Saul. He allowed Samuel to speak to him, but God didn't want Saul to go do this. And the prophet Samuel's message to Saul was one of doom, and Saul actually died the very next day. And in 1 Chronicles 10, 13 through 14, this tells us that Saul's interaction with the medium was actually a really important part of why he was dethroned and his dynasty was cut short and he died the next day and all these things. And so, yes, we do have this Bible story, the story in the Bible of someone contacting Samuel through a medium and using a medium, but it was obviously sinful. God did not want Saul to be doing that, and so yes, Saul did see a spirit, but God punished him for that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And also, it should be noted like that this spirit, a medium, conjures up or like brings about I guess it's not it's normally not the spirit of a deceased Mm -hmm. person like yes in the story in the bible it could have been but God was obviously working through that like in the case today it likely is like a demon like they're Uh conjuring up this demon like yeah and we also see in the new testament in luke 16 verses 18 through 31 the story of the rich man and lazarus this gives us really strong evidence that once a person is dead his soul remains in heaven or hell. They can't come back or come into this zone to talk to you or whatever. Like once they're in heaven or hell, once they're dead, they're gone. You can't contact them. And so like Addie said, when people do contact these spirits, it's a demon pretending to be these spirits. Right. Well, the spiritual world is real. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very real here on earth, but it's not that these spirits are the people that have already deceased. Right, right. So, yeah, we have other verses in the Bible as well that warn against these mediums and association with them and the sorcery and all that stuff. But the bottom line is with this is that any involvement with mediums and this kind of practice is strongly warned against in the Bible. Yes, totally. Something we should not mess with or go to the Vegas show for that matter or, I don't know, watch the Netflix show or something. Definitely not. Anyway, our next topic is tarot cards. And I got sucked into listening to multiple podcasts on this. I read (laughs) a lot on this. I don't know why I got so sucked into this, but tarot cards actually didn't start off as this like fortune telling thing. They started off in Europe as just playing cards. So a traditional tarot card deck has 78 cards and they're normally broken up into four different suits and so the game like in the game the cards have different ranks and so there was higher ones and lower ones and the games would be played like a trump game so I don't know if you've ever played like hearts or something where like you have to trump certain cards with certain suits that was basically like how this game was played and then since there was like cards that were better than others that's kind of where the whole like fortune part you know starts to play in 
Anyway, so at first these cards had absolutely nothing to do with fortune telling, but over time these cards were believed to have a connection to magic because artists and stuff would paint like really pretty pictures on them and yeah, they just started doing stuff like that. And then over time these cards began being used for divination. I think that's how you say it. If not, I'm going to pronounce it wrong this entire episode because it will come up again. So what does the Bible have to say about these tarot cards? Well, tarot cards deal with both, like I said, divination and fortune telling. And these are two specific things that the Bible strictly warns against. And so in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10, it says, There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his sons or his daughters as an offering. Anyone who practices divination or sells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer. And so obviously the Bible's specifically saying here, like don't do anything that has to deal with fortune tellings or divination, which are two things that tarot cards deal with. And then also in Acts um, chapter 16, I think it's verse 16 through 24, there's this story of Paul and Silas and their... Um, out preaching and they come upon a slave girl and she has this spirit of divination or a fortune telling and she's a slave and so she's making um, her owners a ton of money because she's going around and she's telling people's fortunes and then in return they're paying you know her master money and Paul and Silas actually like take this spirit or this demon out of this girl and um the master gets super mad and throws them both in jail because he's like dude you like took away all my money from me like that was my money maker and we see in this scripture that what paul and silas were taking out of this girl was a spirit or rather like a demon so like yes she was able to fortune tell and like practice divination but it was a demonic spirit that was giving her the ability to do this mm-hmm yeah, so based on the scriptures we have in Deuteronomy and the story in Acts, and there's a lot of other scriptures in the Bible that kind of hint toward, they don't specifically come out and say like tarot cards or whatever, but they definitely hint towards these um, dark magic, these dark things. But divination or fortune telling, which is what these tarot cards do, is not something that we should be mess messing around with. And today, much of what these fortune tellers do is pretty much only a money-making scam. However, there really is no doubt that tarot cards are inspired by demons and there is a lot of dark demonic things going on with this and methods of divination have been known to this day to invite demons into a person's life or the life of a loved one. So basically tarot cards are spiritually dangerous and we would avoid any type of this fortune-telling tarot card type thing altogether. Let's mm -hmm. not mess around with No, cards, and guys. God holds our future in his hand and we don't need to be looking to these cards or this magic sorcery kind of thing to find out our future because God has our future in his hands and that's what really matters. Mm -hmm. And one of the actually really scary things for me is how the devil is like using this in today's culture because as I was reading up on this more, I found that TikTok is kind of using these tarot cards or whatever. So people would get on here and predict someone's fortune. And then if it just so happens to land on your for you page or something, then that fortune telling is for you. Or if you see this certain TikTok before a specific date or time, then it's your fortune or they're like predicting 
your future but obviously we see like in here like fortune telling is a demonic practice Mm -hmm. and also i found that there's actually christian tarot cards that are being made so they have like either jesus or angels or just even like certain apostles on there and they're trying to kind of mesh this these two worlds of like the gospel and this demonic thing and being like hey it's okay to practice these things which no, they're really not. not truly meshing anything from the Jesus side if they're trying to mesh it in the first place because those two things do not go together at all. And I kind of laughed inside while we were doing this whole topic on tarot cards because before we started this episode, Addie's like, I'm kind of scared there's going to be like something wrong with my computer now because I spent so much time looking up tarot cards on my computer. And here we are just talking about how avoid it at all costs, <laughs> no matter what. But And my Google search is filled with them currently. Yeah, so if Eddie's brand new computer just clunks out, we know why. Yep, it's a demonic force taking over my computer, <laughs> y'all. Um, But moving on, we have astrological signs, horoscopes, and zodiac. And I kind of clumped them all together and put them right next to tarot cards because they really kind of deal with the exact same thing. So kind of just how a Christian shouldn't use tarot cards because God forbids against fortune telling. Basically, the same argument goes for these three things um, because basically what horoscopes and zodiac signs and astrological signs all deal with is gaining insight about like someone's future. Yeah, and I see these things, especially these astrological signs, horoscopes, zodiacs, especially being really popular today. I know a lot of the things we're talking about in our episode today are pretty popular, but these things, especially kids our own age and whatever, friends of mine who read these things and look them up and you know, they say, well, I don't really believe it, but like, it's interesting to read or whatever. Or I know these are in the newspaper too. And one time I had a coworker looking at it and she was like, oh, what's your sign? I'll look yours up too. I was like, no, you actually read that? What the heck? And she's like, yeah, it's super true for me. And I was like, what? Which I know people really believe this and whatever, but we need to remember like these are another form of divination and they have the potential to bring these demonic spirits into someone's life and they are really dangerous to mess around with. Yeah, absolutely. And we see in the Bible too that the Bible talks about stars. Like, so these astrological signs and stuff. Yes, the Bible talks about stars, but not in this specific way of like fortune telling um even like in our christmas countdown we talked about you know the wise men and the star and how the star led to baby jesus and in genesis chapter 1 verse 14 we see that god gave us the sun and the moon for the signs and the seasons and people have like misinterpreted this verse as like signs you know like oh it's a sign right from the universe yeah predicting someone's future but really what was meant in this verse is stars were meant to help tell time and they were meant to like help in location you know they Mm -hmm. didn't have gps's on their phone couldn't just ask siri where they are i'd be screwed in that time (laughs) because i ask siri where i am all the time siri i need help i'm stuck (laughs) but yeah, stars weren't meant to predict someone's future to say. They were for, you know, God gave us them as a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we also see in Daniel that King Nebuchadnezzar, he had a dream. He needed someone to interpret it, and all of the magi and astrologers, they weren't able to interpret it. Only Daniel could because he relied on God to help him interpret this and know what it meant. He didn't rely on these dark things that 
these signs and horoscopes are. Right, yeah. I'm actually reading in Daniel right now, which is kind of why I put it in this outline because it stood out to me. I was like, hey, I'm reading about this. And like now I'm here answering these questions and it goes back to it. But yeah, Daniel was the only one that was able to interpret the dream. And it was not the power of, like they said, these stars and these stuff. It was the power of God. Um, But finally, we know that God is the author of our future and we know he knows the plans for us. We see in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. So like God knows our future. We don't really need these fortune telling mm-hmm. things. Like, we don't need to go to these. God knows our future. And as Christians, we need to look to truth and trust God with this. And in Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And I kind of like to think of it as, you know, if I'm a person that's more worried about what my tarot card reading is or what my horoscope says for the day, I'm not really trusting in God. I'm Mm -hmm. trusting in the things of this world and what they have to say and predict about my future, which, Mm -hmm. you know, as a Christian, I'm laying my life down and I'm putting it into the hands of Christ in full surrender and trusting him. Right. And I would say too, especially even if you like to read these or you're interested in them or whatever, they're all over. Like I said, they're even in like our Snapchats and stuff. You know, even if you tell yourself, well, I don't really believe it, but I am curious. I just like to read it for the heck of it, whatever. I would still warn against that and strongly advise staying away from that because even though you might think you're not really buying into it and you're not believing it, this whole astrological signs, horoscopes, zodiacs, they are something of the devil and they are really dark and dangerous. Yeah. And as Christians, you know, we're told to read the Bible and pray to God in order to, you know, receive wisdom and guidance. Mm -hmm. So when we're going to a horoscope, basically it's like a violation of this. We're going to something else to get our wisdom our guidance because oh my i had a really good horoscope today so like let me go try this big thing because Uh, it's predicting my future like no like go to god for your wisdom and guidance you know he knows your plans trust in him not in the things of this world yeah so the next thing we want to talk about in this episode is ouija boards and i know they're not quite as popular as they used to be or when they first came out and whatever but when I was in high school kids actually used these and I would get in arguments with them about it because I was like what are you doing you don't realize how dangerous this is and how dark it is it's not just a game this is a big deal yeah I've seen them in like Barnes and Noble before and I've like yes. joked around with oh my people gosh about them all the time but I think we need to like look at what a Ouija board is rather than just the like a fun thing that I feel like people use them for like it's kind of like a joke like right because that's what kids in high school would use them for they were just like it's a joke you know but I was like this is not a joke (laughs) you know what's going on behind it it's not quite a joke but a Ouija board it's really just like this game board and has alphabet has the alphabet and numbers and like yes and no printed on its face and basically like at the center there's a pointer and you would like ask questions I Mm -hmm. guess to the Ouija board and it would spin and then spell out like certain answers to the question and basically it's believed that by like using this board you can call on spirits that have died kind of like the mediums too like you can call on these people and ask them questions and yeah they'll speak to you with by like moving the pointer to certain letters yeah so when we kind of learn about what this Ouija board is it seems like a pretty harmless game whatever like oh it's just a stupid game you know don't worry about it 
And that's what kids treated it like in high school. And that's what people treat it like now. A lot of times, I think. I don't think most people use them for darkness and evil things, but they think it's just a simple game. But let's talk about why this is such a big problem. Well, first of all, like we talked about with the medium thing, you're not really speaking to a loved one or just some harmless spirit out there. You're really talking to a spirit of darkness or a demon and messing around with those. And the Bible also tells us that Satan is a liar. And in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, it says, And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So Satan disguises himself in things such as Ouija boards when it seems like just some harmless game, it's a joke, you're talking to a loved one, whatever. But it says in 1 Peter 5, 8, Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And so this Ouija board thing is really dangerous because you are messing around with Satan and he disguises it as a harmless thing, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And I really liked what you said there about Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. He likes to make himself appear, you know, not as bad as he really is. Like, let's disguise this in something so no one really knows. And that's kind of where like the scary part comes in because you know, we might be using this and not really knowing what's truly going on behind the scenes. And also in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 31, it says, do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord, your God. So God's really specifically warning us like, hey, don't turn to these things. Like, get them out of your life, run from them, turn for them. It's something that you really shouldn't mess with. Yeah. And then the next thing we want to talk about with this is healing crystals. So what does the Bible say about healing crystals? And these are definitely becoming more and more popular. I feel like I'm saying that with every point, but all of these things today are popular. They really are. And so some people believe that crystals have certain energy that can be harnessed in a certain way and used for their benefits. So like healing, protection, guidance, confidence, good luck. Overall, just like good vibes, good things, and just stuff like that. And so there's a lot of different thought about what crystals can really do. Even celebrities out there who have come out and said, yeah, I bring my crystal with me on stage and whatever. It takes away stage fright. And another thing with these whole healing crystals thing is that they're actually scientifically proven that they don't work. It's just kind of a placebo effect. The Bible warns us against superstitious practices and things related to the occult, which is what these healing crystals are. The Bible doesn't directly say, don't use these healing crystals or whatever, but it definitely warns us against things related to these crystals. Yeah, and I think we could probably pull any verse that we've used earlier talking about these occults and divination and things because healing crystals falls under this. But I believe I read this one earlier, but Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 10 says, there shall not be found among you anyone who burns his sons or his daughters as an offering, anyone who practices divination or sells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer. So yeah, I think we could probably categorize healing crystals under this category here of dealing with this you know weird spiritual realm and i would also say believing in these healing crystals and trying to use them to harness certain power or whatever this can also be considered idolatry because it is treating this crystal like god it's 
believing that this crystal is going to protect you and guide you and heal you and help you. And all these things is what God wants us to rely on him for. This is what we turn to God for. We don't turn to a crystal for help with these things. Right. It's like God's the author of peace. Oh, yes, this crystal is really going to help me gain some peace today. Let's put it in my pocket. No, like, honestly, when you sit and think about some of these things, I'm like, Come on, guys. A little common sense here. It's so silly. But like we said, Satan can really disguise these things well, make them seem fun, harmless, popular, a trend. But they're not. They're dangerous. Mm -hmm. Speaking of trends, we have another very, I guess you could say, trendy thing, the final Mm -hmm. thing on our list, which is manifesting things. And I've seen this so much oh my gosh this is i'd say of all the things we talked about today this is probably the most popular one of all of them because manifesting things manifesting your future manifesting certain things you want this is so popular and i see it all over tiktok all over instagram all over snapchat i've seen it on pinterest all over not even on social media it's just all over today and in our generation Basically, what manifesting things means is to think, act, and live a certain way that leads to whatever you want. So you can manifest anything you desire, a job, money, love, a home, dreams, pretty much anything you want. This whole movement claims that you can manifest it. There's an article I read that has like, here's eight specific ways to manifest anything you want or desire and like list out these certain things to do. And all of them, I just, I didn't really understand them at all. I'm not going to list them all. Maybe some of you out there would understand it a lot better than me, but it's all just like be confident and believe in it and speak it out loud. And I was all like, so how is this supposed to bring it into existence? I don't, I don't really understand it, but it's super popular. Yeah, it honestly sounds to me like when you're saying it, it sounds like a God. Like, you know, you are all powerful. Like what you say will go. If you just believe it, you can achieve it. Mm -hmm. Which as me and Elle were talking about this earlier, it kind of sounds like the prosperity gospel. Like you can. Yeah, it's super dangerously close to the whole prosperity gospel movement. But there was also when I was researching this manifestation thing, there's this website that claims that manifestation is not a sin and they claim to provide biblical support for this but they never provided any support for it and whatever but their claim with it which we will get into here in a little bit how this is not true and not biblical but their claim was if you manifest something positive it's okay but if you manifest something negative then it's a sin and the site said that like this is okay god says it's okay whatever which is definitely not true but they never gave any scripture or any biblical support or evidence so I actually emailed them about it so if I ever hear back from them I will let you guys know on our Instagram or something and tell you what they say but it was a pretty disturbing sight and just another thing to show how Satan takes a lot of these things and makes them seem harmless makes them seem okay and he tries to make them seem like they're biblical, which they really are not at all. So yeah, I think it was really funny because Ella came in and she's like, this site is claiming that manifesting is okay, but they don't have a single scripture reference, which I think this is a really good point to throw into here, which was not like a point we were 
going to make, but we're asking ourselves, you know, what does the Bible say about this? Like, is this okay to do as a Christian? And when a site or when a source tells you like, yes, it's totally okay to do as a Christian, but they don't like provide you with any biblical evidence Uh to back it up, run, like flee from that. Like that is like, no, like as Christians, like we rely on the word of God. That is the lamp into our feet, the light to our path. And we follow that nothing else. So let's not turn to these things that are leaving that out of their argument, so to say. And when I did some more digging with this claim that it is okay, a couple of the verses referenced that tried to say that it was okay was Mark eleven twenty four and Romans four seventeen. However, if you read the context for these verses, it's very obvious that they do not mean what people are trying to say that they mean. So the Bible does not anywhere back up support for manifesting things, even if someplace tries to trick you. Yes. So we took it upon ourselves to look up our own biblical evidence, you know, get to the bottom of this and find out like is manifesting something like what does the Bible have to say about this? I guess we should say. So Proverbs chapter three, verse five says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him. So to manifest something goes against the sovereignty of God. You're not trusting in his plan and you're not trusting in your ways. Instead, you're trying to take this on your own and be like, oh, all positive vibes. We're just going to make this happen on my own. No, like you're not trusting God in doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Ephesians 3, 20 through 21 says, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask for or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. So basically, this verse is saying that God can do far more than what we think could go on. God is just greater and higher and above us. And so our idea of what we want or what we need is far, far, far less than what God can do. And most of the time, our ideas of what we want or need are wrong. They're sinful because we have this flesh. We desire the wrong things. And so we're trying to manifest some certain thing. And God's like, no, that is totally wrong. You know, you don't, God knows what we need and God will do that. And he can do a far greater job than us dreaming it, dreaming about it could ever do. Right. And we see in scripture too, that materialism can easily quickly become a sin of like, I need this. I need the next best iPhone. I need the next best whatever. And that's obviously a sin and it can easily turn into idolatry or idolizing what you want and putting it before Christ and constantly thinking about that. And just like in Jonah chapter two, verse eight, it says, those who pay regard to vain idols forsake the hope of steadfast love. So doing this and quote unquote manifesting things into your life, to me, that looks like just this huge idol of wanting this certain thing so Mm -hmm. bad for sure and we also see that manifesting things it doesn't work it can't work because humans can't speak things into existence god did this at creation when he created the world he spoke things into existence but this is his exclusive power this is his right this is what god can do and we as human beings cannot do that we just can't i don't know about you but i've never seen you know someone on the street just be like man it's really hot out here could really use a nice cold soda Mm. 
nice cold soda coming right up just pops into their hand yeah no like god is the only one that can speak things into Mm -hmm. existence Uh uh-huh yeah and in lamentations 3 verse 37 we have kind of a rhetorical question here it says who can speak and have it happen if the lord has not decreed it and the answer of course is no one unless this is god's plan and god's will and what god is going to do in your life it's not gonna happen It just won't. I'm sorry to say, but it's not going to work. Yeah, definitely. And I think to kind of wrap up this entire like podcast episode, really just with the idea that we're all searching for something. You know, I can see in like these signs, like these horoscopes, these zodiac signs, you know, Ouija boards, tarot cards, whatever. We're all searching for the next best spiritual thing. We're looking for something to satisfy us, but really that's just pointing to Jesus. You know, we all have this need inside us, you know, this hole that needs to be filled and that hole really can only be filled with Jesus and not the things of this world. So if I would take anything away from this episode, it would be number one, you need Jesus above all these things. And number two, run from these things, like run as far as you can from them. Like let's not play around with them. You know, as Christians, we're told to be set apart. And, you know, not partaking these things is a way that we can be set apart from this world. Yeah, so that's basically all we have to talk to you guys about today. But we have a lot of different sites and a lot of different information. If you are curious about more of these things or you want to look up more of it on your own, we have a ton of resources we're going to put in the description. So go check that out if you're curious. But we will be talking to all of you in a future episode. Bye! Oh, hey, you're still here. While you're still here, just one more thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching Not Me But You Productions. And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Thanks again for listening.